Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Comic Geek Roundtable. My name is Tom Van Orden, your podcast director and host. Uh, joining me today are editor-in-chief R.C. Byler. How's it going? And contributing writer Travis Arment. And professional guest. And professional guest. Don't forget. Well, I think you and Adam both share the title of professional guest. Is Adam really a guest anymore? I'll just fight him for it. We, uh, we have... Adam works here. Huh? They, I mean, they both kind of work here. I mean, True. We do have a professional replacement guest. Hilariously, our professional replacement guest has only ever been on one episode because I'm so good at booking guests. Yeah. That's Eric, by the way. Eric is our professional replacement guest. I thought so. The one time, I can't even remember to save my life who dropped out, but I was like... He was way too excited about that. He was talking about it the next day. (laughs) Was he actually? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he absolutely was. What a loser. I mean, I don't know that he listens, so it doesn't matter. Uh, So, what's up, guys? What's new? How's life? Uh, pretty good, honestly. Just plugging away at making websites. Must be nice. School is over. Yeah. Yeah. To all of those who are seeking to better themselves through education. It's over. That's not me. Um, I got a new graphics card. Yeah, you did. Uh, a a minor upgrade from my, uh, Radeon 290X. I bumped up to the GTX 980. It's very pretty. It is a lot prettier. Although I really, do, I do love the style of the the reference cards from AMD. I'm really glad that I grabbed that at least. Um, yeah, didn't solve my problem. Yeah, it has not solved your problems, but, but, it, yeah. but it looks pretty. What all What all have you replaced on your computer in the past few months? Uh, okay, so I have replaced. Um, I have replaced a hard drive. I have replaced a power supply. I have replaced a graphics card. And next is going to be replacing a CPU. Eventually, give it another month or two, I will have literally a completely new PC. I was to say, you just got to get a new motherboard, new RAM, and a new case. Nope. That last one's never happening. No, you can always get the same case. I'm going to put... I'm going to shove computer components in this case until computer components become too large to fit in this that's case. What I, that's what I've done. Like, I just continuously upgrade. I think the only thing I haven't changed out... My motherboard and processor at this point. Well, the thing of it is, is if I even if I replaced all of the internals, he would still be Shadowfax. Like yep. it would still be the same computer as long as I have the case. Just all of his his, his organs replaced. Yeah. So, well, if you, so if we took all of someone's organs and put them in a different person, they it's... would still technically be that person. I don't know how that works. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Some like science fiction law that says like you shouldn't do that, but. Recently, I learned because my roommate is a robot. I recently learned that science fiction laws don't matter because my roommate is a robot and he does not follow any of the laws of robotics. It's true. It's true. I am, I am not bound by the three laws of Asimov, which is stupid. Asimov sucks, and I hate him. So anyway, that's how life is going. Yeah, was that sigh deep enough for you about how annoyed I am about my computer problems? <laughs> it's gonna be okay, pal. I hope so. Uh, I have to say, NVIDIA's uh, interface for like overclocking and settings and stuff is a thousand times better than AMD's used to be. Uh, they changed catalyst control for AMD, which is what it used to be. Right. Uh, and now it's called just Radeon settings. Yep. And it's like a one-to-one mirror of what uh, the G- uh, what is it? The GE Force Experience or whatever yep. they call it. Yep. Uh, they're almost functionally identical now. I. Uh I actually use since I have an MSI card, I use GeForce Experience to like like just like hit like optimize game settings, so I don't have to go and screw with anything. And then you use Afterburner, yes, which is also just the simplest thing in the world. Hit sliders, save as a preset. When I want to play a game, 
hit the little check mark and then that's it. What's amazing so about really nice. what's amazing about Afterburner is actually you don't even need an MSI card to run Afterburner. No. You can just use whatever graphics card yeah. you want. I love Afterburner. It definitely <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What the fuck was that? I was trying to lean back to make sure I wasn't 100% sure that the front of my mic was facing me and I accidentally hit his when I went to lean over. With your face. <laughs> my face. <laughs> well, because I look over and all I see is you like flailing about and then whack. And I was like, all right, whatever. No. The worst part is, uh, sorry, just remember, just remind me of this, that in, at a, I was in a hotel the other week, uh, like two weeks ago, and three times I hit my head on the same lamp. <laughs> you suck. Never learned. I kept storing my stuff underneath at the bottom of the base of the lamp, and I always went to lean down, and I didn't realize it, like, it was low enough, and I just kept hitting my head. That's the saddest thing I think I've ever like heard. Three, over the course of three days, like three times. That's, that's, that's pretty low success right there. That's true. <laughs> anyway, sorry to interrupt your conversation. Buddy. Oh, man. I'm so sorry. I take a lot of the blows to the head. Clearly. The, the only thing is I think Catalyst is still what they use for uh, the CPU. Because I'm not sure. I, well, I tried to launch, so I tried to launch Radeon to fuck with my CPU. Uh, and it said you don't have any, you don't have an AMD graphics card plugged in. I was like, I'm not, I want to get to my <laughs> my CPU. It's right there. I can see it with my eyes. Yeah, I hate computers. That's I, remember, that. I remember Catalyst Control Center, and I remember it also just being the worst. It was like, so hard to do anything. Intuitive, like <laughs> random, like even like over like over scanning, like to make like to blow it up, like to fit the TV. I remember it was like buried in like two menus. I was like. Why? Yeah. Why? Although the Such fact a that simple thing, the fact that that existed, made me a lot happier. Oh um, yeah, no, <laughs> I, I I used it because like it always came with those like black bars and a huge TV, and then it's just but like I, I and I never remember what too many as I need to go never and because they didn't make sense. Unfortunately, uh, to this day, I have yet to actually find a TV that even when you m- move the boundings of the screen. That doesn't look like just hot garbage when yeah. you plug a PC into it. Yep. And then like it's either either everything is like super blurry or everything is really finely detailed and you have to like fucking stand up yep. and walk over to the TV to even read stuff. That's the problem why I, I run into most often with that is that the stuff, no matter what I mess around with, stuff just goes slightly off the edge of the screen. Like the start menu will be just slightly dipped down. Yeah, it's like it's funny because they they sell <laughs> us they sell us 1080 TVs, but. Clearly, according to PC resolution, none of these TVs are 1080. Mm-mm. And yeah. actually, I mean, you know that because Megan's monitor is a TV, a 720 TV, and the resolution on the TV is 1366 by 768. Yep. Which is which is uh, I think uh, I think I read like the pixels are more like rectangular on them or something like that. I forget. Oh, never heard of it's that. It's weird. Before. I also I also I, I'm not gonna lie. Now that I've had this monitor, I don't think I could ever go back to having a TV for a monitor. <laughs> I well, I've actually since I've been playing like more games lately. I don't want to sit in my office, so I've been using the Steam Link, which kind of solves all of those problems. Yep, Steam so, Link. Yeah, that's the best. That's the best fifty dollars I've ever spent yeah. in my life. It, it's it, like all of the things, all of the things that made like hook that make hooking anything up to a TV a pain in the ass. Like it just solves. It looks good. I have like the decent enough internet that it streams in like beautiful and whatever. And yeah. the re- my real thing is um the the controller because i have oh i just use a 360 controller oh no see because yeah. I, I actually have the steam controller like the problem that i ran into at first and i actually bought the controller after the fact is um i have a dualshock 4 which is my favorite controller of yep. all time that's what i use if i'm at my desktop 
Like, that's what I use. Because I have SCP server, which just turns it into an Xbox yep. controller. Yep. Uh, but the problem is that uh, you can't turn on the Steam Link with a PS4 controller. Really? Yeah. If you hit the PlayStation button, nothing happens. Uh, have you tried playing an Xbox game with it? Like, or a, ga- a game that, like, requires, like, I think Arkham, the Arkham games, well, no, it must be a 360 that, No, all of that works out of the box. What I'm saying is, like, awesome. you, need to hit the, you need to hit the Steam yeah. Link button on the controller to turn yeah. the actual box on. And the 360 on. will also. Yeah, the box the one, that button, one works. Also does it, yep. But the PlayStation button will not wake up the Steam Link. That sucks. But it does, <laughs> in, but it's funny because it does out of the box. If you play, pair it Bluetooth with the Steam Link, it works out of the box fine. You just need to find another way to turn it on. Is there a button on the Steam Link? I never really looked. In. There is not. Hmm, All you have to do is uh, just pop, pop, unplug it, plug it back in. Yeah, uh, but what I, instead what I did was I bought the Steam controller because I realized that 75% of my games use a fucking mouse and keyboard. Yeah. And it's oh. really annoying to have to try and futz with that where the Steam controller is like, nah, dude, I actually, the community has already created a binding for this. Here yep. you go. So I'm like, yeah, I'm playing Civ with a fucking controller. See, it's funny because there were pro- there were programs before which had community bindings, but like I'm wondering, I'm wondering how they are doing now that Steam has come out with their own controller that has like like I said it's its own binding community built in to a very large platform. Well, what I used to do for games that required a mouse was um, the SCP server for the uh, DualShock Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an option in that where you can use the trackpad, yeah. like a trackpad. Yep. And that's Actually, what I would do for that's mouse. That's on by default, and I kept bumping it. Which yeah, was terrible. Yeah, I. That, that's what I would do. I'd use the right, the left panel for le- uh, left click, the right panel for right click. Yeah, and I just use that for mouse, and then I would bind whatever I needed. So I just use a mouse and keyboard. I've heard a of those. One. Yeah. Uh, I went into a Staples that I worked at, and uh, the the tag was wrong, and it was like a fifty dollar combo that I paid twenty for. And I went up for it, and it, the only person who still worked at Staples who worked there when I worked there was there. And I brought her the tag because they want they want you to pull it because it's not the right price anymore. And she apparently no one's been doing it right since I left, which you know blew my head up. But yeah, so I I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to use a mouse and keyboard with my Steam Link now. So I got it now. I can sit back in my recliner and just the o- the only for it. the only problem is uh, my Steam Link is upstairs. Uh, well. Robert has one down here at the TV, but we are, the one I use primarily is upstairs in our bedroom. Um, I cannot use a mouse and keyboard laying down. No, no, like, you can't. It literally it's just doesn't awkward. work. So, uh, and the, the only wireless keyboard I have is a little Logitech uh, that has the trackpad built in and the keyboard. I have one of those. But the uh, range is terrible. It's not even the range. The oh. range is fine. Uh, the problem is if you put the... So say over here on Shadowfax, right? If I put the thing behind on one of his back USB ports, and I use the keyboard out here, if it didn't have line of sight, it doesn't. It like freaks out, which doesn't make any sense because no other Logitech device that I've ever used in my life has that problem. I have one of those. I used it for. Uh, oh, it's not XBMC anymore. Uh, Cody, uh, the streaming like. Oh software. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Is it not I XBMC got, anymore? Uh, no, I think it's called Cody now, K-O-D-I. Yeah, I think they basically um, made them change it, uh, if I remember correctly. And I, I, I bought the, it's like the RK900 or something, that little Logitech, yeah. like they build it. And actually, for that purpose, it was the greatest thing in the world. That, well, yeah. That's why, so before, before <coughs> when they announced the Steam Link, I couldn't wait. So I built, I built a like $200 media PC. I did the same thing. Once yep. they, when, like, once they were like, hey, here's in-home streaming. Yeah. And oh yeah, by the way, Steam Link's gonna come out in a couple of years, like in a year or two. But like, 
you want this right now, don't you? And I was like, well, yeah, I want this right yeah, now. I, I mean, I had all the stuff laying around, and I just put like a small, like small little PC together. So I had the SCP server. The problem: the PC didn't have Bluetooth, so I had a long ass cable between the media PC and my bed where I could play the the DualShock Four. Um, and I had that little keyboard there, and I don't know how I thought that this was like cool because now like the ceilings out, I was like, man, that experience was. Garbage. Also, it never worked right, and it's yeah. weird that that tiny little Steam Link box somehow works better than a computer I built to do that one specific thing. Like, I think yeah. it has a lot to do with the fact that it the uh, the PC the in home streaming didn't actually stream your it didn't actually start streaming until the game launched. Right. Whereas the Steam Link literally just mirrors your Steam on your yep. PC screen. Yep. So like it starts you from the beginning, like you know, as as close to one to one as it possibly can be. And I also think that because of because of the way it works, there's a lot more built in functions to do the behind the scenes stuff that you yourself have to do to stream to another PC. Yep. So it just kind of it it works out a lot better. Yeah, but it's I mean it's gorgeous. It's it's just so good. It's especially when you have like a high end graphics card, you're just like yeah, I was like, my friend came over. I was playing Metal Gear Solid Five, and he was like, "What are you doing?" Like, he was like freaking out about the way it looked. He was like, "I've been playing this on PS4." I was like, "Yeah, I'm playing it on like a almost top of the line desktop, streamed at 60 frames and on absolute maximum settings." And he was just like, "You can't see that far on a con." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I know." I, 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 I have to say about the 60 frames thing. I am a staunch believer that 60 frames is better than 30. Obviously, it's not a belief. It's a yeah, fact. Yeah. Um, but I wish that I had never heard of it. Yeah. I wish that nobody oh, had ever talked to me. Well, no, because... That's for me. I, I, I'm, so I'm playing Uncharted. I beat the first three Uncharted games in like three weeks. It was like... Because they're so, they're so easy to just like sprint on through and the story keeps you going. So I got there and then Meg bought me Uncharted 4. Uh, and I've been playing Uncharted 4... And it is one of the most visually stunning games I have ever seen. I believe it. On PC or even on like PC. Like it makes it almost makes Metro Last Light look like shit. Wow. It is a gorgeous fucking game. The problem is it's a gorgeous game because it runs at thirty frames frames per second. Then you say the other problem was that the HD remasters of the first three were at sixty. Oh my god. (laughs) So I was like, well, this is bullshit. Um and the other thing too is they rebound one of the keys. So like oh. in the first three games, the uh, R1 was reload. Uh, now it throws grenades. That's a horrible thing to do to a person. Just wildly throwing grenades <laughs> yeah. at people like try to reload. Uh, but yeah, so it, I mean, it is gorgeous. It's one of the best games I think I've ever seen. And Sony exclusives usually look really good, but also they're usually locked in. I've, they're well, it's, off, I'm they're can, often locked in. And I can't remember because I it's been such a long time since I played it. I can't remember if The Last of Us on PS3 was at 30 or 60. Like I literally, I couldn't, I can't, I don't remember. Probably thirty. If I, I if, don't, if if it I was at thirty, know, but if I had to guess, it was. If it was thirty at the time that I was playing, I didn't care. Yeah. But now I know the difference, and well, let's go back and look. Previously, I, I, I didn't know what it, what the difference. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Clearly, there was one, but I never noticed it, and then now I notice it everywhere, and I hate Total Biscuit specifically for. You wish you could go back to your ignorance. Yeah. If or no, and I, I can say empirically one is better, but I bothered that I noticed the difference now. So anyway, we've spent like fifteen minutes babbling about talking not about PCs. yeah not talking about the topics. Um, 
So we're going to... What does that look for? You were giving me a look. I'm sorry. I wasn't giving you, like, bedroom eyes. I wasn't even trying to give you a look at all. It was bedroom eyes, man. Oh, no, no. Not the eyebrows. Uh, Anyway, so... So first things first, we should talk about how uh, Amazon is trying to take on the juggernaut that is YouTube. So Amazon (laughs) is trying to take on Google, more specifically YouTube, uh, with their new service, Amazon Video Direct. Now, Travis... Blockbuster sounds. I was going to say, yeah, Travis has some opinions on that name. It sounds like... Okay, I worked at Blockbuster when they were... Where the fuck haven't you worked? I know. Well, (laughs) I worked there when... Okay, so it was. I started before Netflix came out, and they were talking Golden about doing a mailing. They were ta- talking about doing like mailing services, and they didn't do it. And everyone thought that was really stupid. And then Netflix did it, and then and then Blockbuster tried doing it, and then Netflix did streaming, and then Blockbuster did streaming. I forget, anyway, was it like Blockbuster Express or something? Uh, it was Blockbuster Online. Um, and then the other thing was movie pass, this thing where you come in. No, I think Blockbuster it. Express was the kiosks when they tried to fight Red, yes, red Box. Yes, yes, those were the kiosks. So, I don't know, it's just, they, they tried to have these, like, really, I don't know, like, a lot of names for things I think they just, like, thought sounded cool. Oh, it was Blockbuster Total Access. Yes. That's what it was. So, like, just I hearing, like, Amazon Video Direct just, like, gives me, like, these weird feelings of, like... 2005, 2006 blockbuster. I mean, Google has the same problem with a lot of things like Google Play Music All Access. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I just names like that I think are silly. That's that the really, name of the. Is that really what it's called? It's Google. Yeah, the paid version is Google Play Music All Access. Yeah. Uh, that's weird. Anyway, so Amazon Video Direct uh, will allow users to upload their video content. Uh, which is may or seen this as a way to take on YouTube. Now you can have the content either be paid or ad supported. The big difference for content creators is that uh, whether it's paid or ad or ad supported, you either get fifty percent of the rental or sale price or fifty percent of the ad revenue, which is m- more or less more than what you can get with Google. Yeah. Um, but I feel, and they're also going to do a ten ninety nine, uh, or sorry, uh, monthly subscription for eight ninety nine. Uh, with Prime can be ad free. That's nice. I, 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 Which, YouTube, but that's separate from uh, Prime shipping. So oh. you, you get you can get Prime Video on its own with this new ad ad supported service, but you get it ad free for eight ninety nine a month. I don't but know. You, but if you have Prime, as far as I'm aware, if you have Prime, you also get it ad free as that's well. That's nice. I just I feel like YouTube's already big enough. It already does everything right. I mean, they've got four K. They've got sixty frames. It's easy to use. It's been around. Everybody uses it. If you ever want to look at a video, the first thing you do is type YouTube in your address bar. Yeah, I mean, everyone's tried to compete. There was Bing. There was Google Video before they bought YouTube. There was yep. Bing Video. Um, I mean, even like Facebook's videos, <laughs> half half this like I, I you see more YouTube links I think than you see like people just like posting to Facebook. Really, I absolutely see way oh, more. Really? Yeah, because well, no, that, because that's algorithmic. Facebook purposely devalues right things that go away from Facebook. I tend to just like sh- like and, and, and uh, share a conservative video, yeah and conservative news outlets. Yes. That's a separate topic. <laughs> we'll talk about maybe we'll talk about that later. <laughs> no, I, I never knew that, but like when I heard that, I was like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like I assumed it was because my views and like. Again, it was like an algorithmic thing where I just didn't see it. But then I realized I've literally never seen anything positive about any conservative news ever on my feed. I'm like, that's a little weird. So I've seen it come up in my trending topics. But anyway, so the, yeah. so the Amazon Video Direct, the reason that I think this is interesting <laughs> is because Amazon owns Twitch. So they've already been taking on YouTube 
in a video on demand setting and a streaming I, setting, game specifically. I would flip flop that though. What? I wouldn't say that Amazon is taking on YouTube with Twitch. I would well, say that YouTube, YouTube is taking is trying, on yeah, 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 right. yeah. Because Twitch, Sorry. Twitch was raining long before Google. But, but what I mean YouTube by that is that like. So Twitch was already the dominant platform when it came to streaming, and then Google's right. trying to fight that, and now they're coming back to the other side and basically hitting them where they're the thing that they're good at, and it's like so if people can get that, you know, it, it's going to be a question of who of what content creators jump ship onto or even start to use Amazon as the, well. The timing, it's the, it's the same thing that Facebook's doing though. People, Facebook wants content creators putting stuff on their platform specifically. Yeah, I think the timing for both the Facebook video and for this Amazon service, mm-hmm. I think. The timing for them is really good because a lot of content creators are starting to get tired of the YouTube model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's why so many like games media people like jump to Twitch. Yeah. Because you it's easier you can make a living on Twitch. Yep. See, here's it's the thing. harder to make a living on YouTube. Facebook I would say is the more likely to get platform people just because of its size as a social media platform it's the largest social media platform by far the problem is that as of right now they've talked about finding ways to like at put in ads and monetize for like really large content creators like i think the washington post had it but like you if you can't monetize your platform like we can with adsense it's going to be harder to convince a creator to move over there but like if you move over to amazon there's like no market really like a no pre-established market to to try to feed your stuff too at the same time there's no established market but there uh but there's a way to get paid right that's what i'm saying like so it's, that, it's, you got they the advantage it. of they had the advantage of some way to pay but no way to get the necessary views to get that payment like not like a built-in way whereas facebook right. if facebook came out and did the same thing oh we're going to give you 50 percent ad revenue and you can also sell your stuff um, that would that would wreck both of these, I think, yeah, in a way. I think it would. At least for a while, just because so many people view Facebook as like the internet, like you know, it's like that's usually an older generation thing. But like, so many people get all of their stuff, and with Facebook changing their algorithm to keep you on Facebook as much as possible with instant articles and vi- Facebook video, and I hate those instant articles. Yeah, we've we had I fucking hate them. Have you have you experienced these at all? It's basically an article that you can read uh, in Facebook so that you don't have to leave it and it loads faster, but it kind of tries to keep the same look of the main website that you're no, going I from. I actually haven't. Yeah. I um, hate it on my phone. If for no other reason than when I click a, an article on Facebook um, and it takes me to Chrome, I'll read the article and I'll hit the back button to go back to Facebook. With these fucking instant articles, I hit the back button and it closes Facebook. Because it considers <laughs> it's still part of the app. Uh, yeah, um, it's such a minor thing, but it's just really irritating. Well, Google's trying to do the same thing with what they call accelerated mobile pages, where if you're on Google, like searching for something and you click the article, if they have it as part of their program, it loads from Google. So you're technically still in Google, but it loads. The idea is basically to make, for both, is to make mobile loading faster because right. so many people are getting their stuff from mobile and loading times are a problem. And I haven't even tried this, but I know I can turn it off for Google. I don't know if I can turn that off on Facebook. I don't know either, honestly. Because I did notice that with the with the Google search, it's mm-hmm. uh, that's equally as irritating to me. Really? Yeah. You see, I haven't experienced it on on mobile as much for Google. Yeah. I it, I, I don't like. I understand what they're going for, and I get it. But like, I have a way that I use my phone that these improvements are changing. So, final thoughts on Amazon? I direct. If they can bring the audience, they're going to kick the shit out of everybody. But mm-hmm. they have to bring the audience. Yeah, because well. I think they need to catch your name. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. just, I don't know, Video Direct would be better. I 
drop the branding just just for a moment. I hope yeah. I hope that they don't try to. I hope that they don't try to levy their success on content creators bringing their content. You know what I mean? Like, like jumping I, ship. Yeah, like I hope that they're not like, ah, yes, this is going to work out because we're going to entice entice creators and they're going to bring their audience with them and then that's how we build the like that's never going to happen i mean is it working it kind of worked in a way for twitch though like you were saying earlier like there are content creators jumping ship and taking part of their audience with them exactly well but yes and no had that establishment yeah and then creators started jumping ship really so and the thing of it is is that those most of those creators do both yeah that's also so there it's hard to tell if there's a correlation between people that watch it on youtube and then people that watch it on twitch because there is people that do both. I think it also depends on them advertising heavily to their prime customers. Um, because they actually have this huge base of people who have the paid version already. So I think I think it would be really important for them to really... Uh, it'd be annoying, but I mean, to start emailing their prime customers saying, Hey, this is a thing. You have it. You have the special version. You're not even paying any extra for it. You know, the other thing that comes to mind, the thing comes to mind is to uh, find a way to combine your Amazon and your Twitch accounts. Yeah, I I know, and I noticed. Okay, idea. And I I feel like the the Google kind of has a similar thing with YouTube Red. Yes, like they have. It's ter. I know my uh, my sister. They're on my family plan for um, for Google Play Music, Mm -hmm. and my sister was like, "I just one day I I loaded YouTube and it said I had Red, and I was like, yeah, that's part of the music.'" And she goes, "I nobody ever told me that. Actually, I said it's it's so weird because it's like." They don't. Well, nobody no. really. When they added YouTube Red, uh, Play Music actually had like a little banner that you could like, like, uh, like when they added that songs and stuff. It's like, hey, enjoy this, and you could just close it out. They had something that said, hey, you have free YouTube Red now, and so they they did like tell you like right in the app. I wonder. I wonder if it has something to do with the fact that my sister is on an iPhone, and maybe the, the notification just never that could that never maybe, push. Maybe that could I don't be, know. Yeah, I, but I it's, have it's, one it's just weird because like I mean I purposely. I purposely signed up for well I was gonna do I mean I pay was paying for music anyway. And then it was like, oh sweet, now I have YouTube Red. This is like yeah. this is now worth all of the money that I am paying for it. Yeah, it was weird. I, I think I used someone else's like YouTube account or something and there was ads and I was like, Oh my god, I haven't seen them in so long and I there was remember, a hicc- there was Red? a hiccup yeah. in our in my payment for Google Play Music, so I didn't have it for like an hour or so. And like I I was on my account and I saw ads, I was like, This is bullshit. <laughs> I just not because like even like upstairs on the PlayStation, yeah. it loads immediately and I watch my video and I'm like, this is the best. My life is yeah. perfect now. Real quick, just to note on that, you know, I know we said final thought. Well, I was saying final thoughts, but yeah. uh, Amazon gives you pretty much all the like because they have Amazon Music too. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then like when you have Prime, you get the music, you get the shipping, you get uh, Amazon is an affiliate of ours. I don't know. I feel like I'm doing an ad by accident now. Um, but like you, the advantage, the reason that I would stick with Google Play. Is because like I'm like I wouldn't go and get Spotify because it's like oh but I'm already getting this yeah well yeah. I, I, and a lot of and a lot of other pay pay for music services I feel like aren't don't do the same thing that that Google Play does like mm-hmm. a lot of them get pretty close but like Google Play is like you you pay us ten dollars a month and you technically own every song we have yeah like you technically you don't actually own it obviously you're like renting it but like. You have access to every single song on Google, and you can even download it to your device. Yeah, you're not even you can streaming do it, all of this shit. Um, and then they're like, "Oh, but by the way, you know how like Pandora has radio function? Hey, guess what? We have that too." And I, I mean, say, Spotify has both of those features. Um, the thing, the thing that to me that Google Play Music beats out on Amazon and Spotify and everything else. 
um, when I had Spotify and I've used I've used Prime Music because I have a Prime account, uh, the radio, the suggestion radios, right? Never compare to Google Play. Uh, I'll listen to like Spotify and they'll come up with a section a suggestion like this is terrible or it's like this is all right. Google Play, I have found so many things because it was like, hey, try this. So you like the algorithm better? I do. I really do. Well, I if think, there's one thing that Google's good at, it's algorithms. I mean, yeah, it is. And th- I think I really think they just nail it. And I like I like the idea that. So I get. I guess for a final thought, I like the idea that Amazon is like, if you have this Prime membership, you get our shipping, you get video, you get music. It's it's one membership for everything, but. I think their everything just doesn't do what kind of everyone else does better. Where I think YouTube, I mean, it's already established it's there. Maybe Video Direct will be nicer, but like I, I'm already used to it. Playing music, I already knows better. It's it, you're not. I I can't combine services when the other services are just better. Yeah, and I I, I I have to say about the uh, about the the algorithm thing is one thing that Spotify doesn't do that really pissed me off when I was using it um, is if I say I don't want to hear this artist again. Stop saying, oh, but wait, you might like this song by them. Like, no, I don't like Limp yeah. Biscuit. Get them the fuck <laughs> off my playlist. I only play Limp Biscuit. But so, like, Google, yeah. so like Google's like... So I don't know what you're talking about. Google's like, okay, so you don't... you're like, no, no Limp Biscuit. And they're like, all right, got it. And, and you, like, pull sure it up and like, If you tell ah. Google I don't like Limp Biscuit, it was like... Okay, he doesn't like Limp Bizkit. All right, let's cut the corn. Let's cut, yeah. like, the cold chamber. <laughs> let's get all this shit out of his playlist. And then it happens. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let us break for an advertisement. Um, what? <laughs> Sorry. Like, <laughs> I set up this podcast today so that I was looking at you while we talked. I know, and it's creeping me out. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, we're going to break for an ad, and then uh, when we get back, we are going to be talking about... Oh, we're going to be talking about Robert and my favorite subject, which is uh, the CW. <laughs> so... Stay tuned for that. Hey, this is Adam from Common Geek. Crunchyroll is a service dedicated to giving you the latest anime from Japan. We talked to Nicole from Vancouver, who's been subscribed for over two years. Here's what they had to say. The quality of everything is always superb. It makes it so I don't have to, like, go to the dingy corners of the internet to try and find the things that I want to watch. When it came to getting the latest shows, Nicole was pretty impressed. Honestly, their selection is really good when it comes to newer and more obscure anime. And why is that? Because you have access to nearly all of them from Crunchyroll. And there you have it. Go to commongeek.tv slash affiliates to get your own free two-week trial for Crunchyroll. I hope you enjoyed that little Crunchyroll ad that we had for you today. I don't know what that voice was. I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. So uh, we have some wonderful news. Wonderful news. A whole shitload of TV shows got canceled. Yeah. Uh, the Muppets got canceled. Yep. And nobody saw that coming when their showrunner left halfway through the first season. Uh, let's see. Uh, so that happened. Uh, what else got canceled, kids? Agent Carter. Agent, Agent Carter. Carter got canceled. Yeah, Rachel Bloom wrote a bit about this and a couple of the other shows that ABC canceled. So lots of shit got canceled. Uh, Castle, Nashville. What the fuck is Nashville even? Uh, Hayden Penetera is in it. That's the extent it's of it. It's about being we, a country star, actually, I think. Yeah, I think that's the extent. Yeah. That, those two things are the extent of what I know. Uh, Galavant, which was like a musical fantasy comedy, which I... <laughs> no, like it took place... It, <laughs> it was a musical comedy that took place in a fantasy world. I like watched an episode, too. I was like, this is funny, but I wasn't super into it. I just... I'm so... That... I wasn't into it enough to keep watching it, given yeah. my stringent schedule. I I love, too, uh, that not only did they cancel uh, Agent Carter, uh, mm-hmm. they... Uh, 
also canceled a Marvel show that didn't even start yet. Yeah, it was Marvel's Most Wanted. It was supposed to be with two of the characters, a spinoff of two of the characters from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I remember that. Yeah, and they said, like, for I guess for sure now that it's not happening. Well, whatever. Uh, uh, but I was going to say, and I guess part of it is because Haley Atwell, who plays Peggy Carter, mm-hmm. she's getting a new show on ABC called Conviction. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to read the uh, – is a character – her character is about to accept a job, off, job offer from her sexy nemesis, NY District Attorney Wayne Wallace, to avoid jail time for cocaine possession and avoid hurting her mother's Senate campaign. Working with his team at the new Conviction Integrity Unit will let her use her brilliant mind to turn over cases where there's an incredibly incre- a credible suspicion of wrongful conviction and give her a chance to turn things around with her high-powered political family. Oh, my God. There's also... Uh, there's also... Uh, Fucking what about that? Just broke my brain. That whole description. Anyway, <laughs> wait, wait. Before we go, before you go on to the next statement, no, this is unrelated. But uh, you know how there's like those shows like Chicago Fire, Chicago, mm-hmm. all these things. Uh, they're now having one called Chicago Justice, which is a law show. And I didn't know this, but all of these shows are made by Dick Wolf, so he's basically come full circle now <laughs> to remaking uh, Law and Order. Law and Order but awesome. now it's in Chicago. Awesome. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that's so cool. Um, so not only did they, this is actually related to what we're actually here to talk about. Uh, not only was Nashville canceled, but it's actually there's rumors that say that they're looking for a new network so that they can keep going. Like uh, what happened with Supergirl, where it was – I don't know. Was it technically canceled by ABC? Yeah, I don't know the word because CBS – well, CBS. CBS, owns, sorry. You're sorry. right. Yeah, CBS uh, had Supergirl. got one season. Decent, okay views. Um, but then they moved it to CW. But I don't know if we could call it a cancellation strictly because CBS owns CW – so it's more of like a, a transfer. It's yeah. more of like, a, all right, go where you belong. It's like yeah. really- well, the thing that uh, uh, Lindsay Caprita, who wrote the article, one of the things she mentioned was that by its finale, it was down to 6 million views. Um, sorry, it was, let me just pull this up, going down to 1.3 million views, putting it on par with other usual CW um, shows. So basically, what they're saying <laughs> is like, this was a better is that fit the for you. CW is so shitty. That their numbers are expected to be lower, therefore they kick this shit off of CBS. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what? I got it now. Sorry. It. Uh, Not that I. Supergirl's premiere had 13 million. By the finale, dropped to six million. Uh, the Flash is currently the highest-rated CW show with five million. So, like at its numbers, Supergirl would have been better than The Flash. <sighs> but it probably like I don't think CW has the same near the same audience amount. So like. No. It'll probably, it'll probably, maybe it'll bring some of those people over to watch it if they really liked it. Nope, I doubt it. You really don't think to go like I'm just saying, changing channels is not that big of a thing. Yeah, but it's the CW, so it means that like whatever but these people clearly like that show and whatever that type of show, whatever quality it had from mm-hmm. CBS is now gone. Oh, is that? Oh, yeah. gotcha. So like it was an okay show, but by automatically by going to the CW, CW it's garbage. Terrible. It's yeah. hot garbage. Hot garbage. Okay. The type of the type of teen the t- type of teen drama that this was clearly was not a good fit for CBS. Uh-huh. Much better fit for the CW. <laughs> Your utter hatred of the I CW. I fucking hate it. I don't I don't even think you hate it so much as you just love antagonizing me. I no, I I legitimately the the channel bothers me. Like Did they you hate they, the WB. I did. I okay. We just I watched. Be, I watched. Um, gotta keep it a hundred. I watched like the kids, like the WB, the cartoons. Well, yeah, who didn't? Yeah, so that was it. And then like they were like coming up next, like Dawson's Creek, and I was like, and "Fuck Smallville. you!" I was like, "Get the hell out of here! I'm done with this." And Supernatural, which is the only Travis. good show they had, and then they were going to cancel it, and then they didn't because, like, as soon as they tried to cancel it, like other networks, I think including Fox, were like, "Yo, we'll buy it." Yeah, no, 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 we want it, we want it. And then CW was like, "Oh." 
maybe we have a good thing, and then they just kept running it, and no, it's still running no. for like CWS seasons. Has four good shows to me. Yeah, has one I heard good that. Show. I actually I, I agree I, with you, Robert. I hate you. I read. I read a thing. <laughs> um, I read a thing that said that uh, Supernatural might actually come to an end at some point in the near future. I mean, it has to at some point. But I mean, I mean like they're saying, know, like I've I've been saying that for like seven seasons now. And who yeah, are they I, going to fight next? Is always my at, question. At, yeah, at, yeah. At the end of every se- like season, something absolutely insane happens, and they, and I'm like, there's no way this is gonna be interesting. And then I watch the first episode, I'm like, okay, this is interesting. They put the, like the the season the season finale, of the last season, like they punch Galactus in the face. And you're like, yeah. where the hell do they go from here? And like the next episode, they're like fighting God, and it's like, yeah. oh, okay. Um, so Castle got canceled, and I saw someone made the comment. So now that Castle is canceled, can I get that Firefly reboot? Uh, um, Nathan Fillion himself tweeted, "Dear every director in Hollywood, it appears as though I have an opening in my schedule." <laughs> His profile picture right now, and I don't know if it's from something or if like it was fan made or what. He looks like Nathan Drake in well, his yeah. profile picture. He is like in real life attitude Nathan Drake which is why everyone was really pissed off when he wasn't cast for the Uncharted movie oh that Uncharted movie I was just doing research about this uh, the other day is in such turmoil right now yeah. that none of it fucking matters yeah like it might never even happen but yeah they, they, they like there were like I'm, there were pretty sure like petitions and online people complaining that like they wanted Nathan Fillion to be Nathan Drake and but there are a couple worked. Video Mark game Wahlberg movies that, there are a couple video game movies that are happening Warcraft looks pretty okay yeah and that other It'll one that you were looking look at, at. Oh, Are you me? fuck off. Assassin's Creed. Uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Yeah, okay, thank you for making that face. My my official, I watched movie. the trailer. Right. Robert was sitting right here next to me. Is trailer already? Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Is I, this like some Uwe bullshit? No, no, it's not. Okay, so here's my my official reaction was, all right? Robert was you sitting like right next to me. like Assassin's Creed, so this is your official reaction. Yeah, my official reaction, Assassin's Creed. he okay. looked at me. I looked at him and I get, eh. Yeah, this it's maybe the the my response to Assassin's Creed the trailer specifically is maybe because <laughs> the trailer does nothing to tell you if it's good or it's bad. I just can't see that as being like a super entertaining movie to watch. It's I mean it's like it's going to be as entertaining at least as Timeline was I guess. <laughs> uh, Timeline was yeah, the Michael Crichton was, book about yeah. going back in time. Yeah. Oh, they made a movie out of it starring. Uh, Gerard Butler. Yes. Ah. And. They didn't need to. That was it. I don't remember who else the fuck was in that movie. They didn't need to make that movie. Either. Oh, the guy who played, um, the guy who played the dad in the Boondock Saints, whose name I can't remember. He was also in that film. Billy Connolly. Yeah. He was in, he was in Timeline. Thank you. You're welcome. How do you just know that? Never mind. So. Just You're just the <laughs> biggest Boondock Saints fan? Like. No. Closeted over movies. here? No, I actually really like the first one. Second, one, I, I, the thing I liked about the second one was that they clearly didn't care. What was it no. All Saints Day? Yeah, yeah. They it was, just they, were like, they tried the least, and honestly, it made some of it pretty fucking funny. Yeah, because like it was they clearly it was just like fan service and just like whatever like we shit out, they will t- they will eat up because they love the first one so much, and then they ended up being right. Like, and then that's what they did. I, I it was it was okay. I, I like the first one. But yeah, Billy. Also, Billy Connolly is a pretty cool actor. I like him so. Yeah. He's no Martin Sheen in Gettysburg, no. which was a movie I watched last week, and <laughs> fuck, that movie is long. Yeah. It's really, really good, but it is about two hours longer than it probably should be. It's pretty disgusting to say that a movie can be two hours too long. Yeah. We, Meg came home, I was watching it, and it was halfway done. And she left, and she came back. And, no, no. At the end of the day. So she, came, she, she 
she came home from work and she's like, oh, you're watching a movie. I said, yeah, I'm watching Gettysburg. And I was like, uh, yeah, you know, it's about, I watched started it about two hours ago. She goes, oh, so you're almost done. I was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> like halfway done, maybe. But I'm listening to a biography. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm listening to a biography on audiobook right now of uh, Robert E. Lee and Ulysses Grant, like and how their lives orbited around each other till they met to end the Civil War. Um, and I every time the because you know how when you read and listen to an audiobook, the the narrators always try to do like voices for yeah. the, the this guy. It's such a it's like an educational as fuck book, and this guy's like. This is my Robert E. Lee voice. And I'm like, I really just wish that this book was narrated by Martin Sheen and that would just make everything better. Because that's honestly, whenever I think about like the popular culture portrayal of Martin, of uh, Robert E. Lee, it's always it's Martin, Martin Sheen. Sheen. It yeah. always is. And I'm like, that's the standard I hold everything else to. I, I specifically say that gods and generals failed because they recast Robert E. Lee as not Martin Sheen. I forget who they did. It was... Uh He's another big actor. Robert though. Duvall. Robert Duvall. I like Robert Duvall, though. Yeah, but he was not... I mean, like, Martin Sheen, man. Like, come on. He was too busy on some fucking TV show. Yeah. Goddamn West Wing. <laughs> Ruining <Yeah>. my life. <laughs> um, I want to jump back just real quick. Did no, you? dude, just jump jump away. Okay. Swing no, away. I want to, to ask, did you, uh, did you ever watch Agent Carter? No. No? Fuck no. Okay. Well, you didn't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., did you? Well, Correct. Okay. I heard Agent Carter was better, but I watched, like, the first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and just wasn't really hooked. So when they were, like, and when I saw another Marvel TV show, like, going to not Netflix, I was like, eh. Yeah, I've, I've purposely avoided all of the TV shows that are on TV. I feel like there's a connection between people who love Agent Carter and people who really, really thought that the first adventure was a fantastic film. Yeah, I didn't like the first Avenger. Yeah, sure I didn't. I didn't dislike. Very vocal about that on this podcast. I did not I dislike. Yeah. I didn't dislike the first Avenger. I thought it was, or at least how much like when you watch that film, how much Peggy was your favorite. Either Peggy was your favorite character, or you really loved that film, or both. Oh, Peggy was awesome. And <laughs> nope, I'm not gonna talk about. Yeah, we've talked about that. Before. The other, no, the Civil War. No, oh yeah, please do not tell me nothing. You're a monster if you say anything, Tom. <sighs> Fine, I won't. I still need to watch that film. I'm terrible. Yeah, there, there's there, there, I, I really like where that ended up. Like, yep, I agree yeah. with you. Yep, yeah. That's that's all you're gonna hear. Anyway, right. um, also I will will say one thing. I don't know if anybody listening in Radio Land hasn't seen it yet, besides Robert, but uh, it is a Captain America movie. Yeah, I get really. I honestly having seen it, I get really pissed when people are like that's Avengers two and a half. I'm like, nope, nope, that is a Captain America movie. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Also, can I say I remember. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. I remember there's that whole thing where like he argued with them. He's like, "No, I, I need to be in Civil War more. I need to be in Civil War more." Because apparently he played like a really minor role at first, the way they were making it seem. Mm. Dude, if that's true, and like Robert Downey Jr. got on that screen time for Civil War, that saved the movie. Like, I mean, it was an amazing movie, but like that helped. If he had I, been I, just I, a minor I, character, I, I think if he would have, I think if he would have taken a smaller role in that movie. I think it would have still probably been a good movie, but I don't think it maybe would have been as good. I will say that. I I wonder yeah. too if his if his need to be included more, um, or his like his his feeling that they the character should be in it more, led directly to everybody else. Yeah, because and like honestly, I, I, if they if they had it was just the right amount that it was definitely a Captain America movie, but it just wouldn't have had the same impressive quality 
Yeah. If it wasn't and all I, of these heroes. That made me think, like, I don't think it was, like, a monetary decision on his part. I think he wanted it to be a good movie, and I think he knew that he needed a bigger role for it. I mean, obviously the money's nice, but I, 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 I truly believe that now. So, yeah, when, when you see it, I think, like, it's, it's basically, it's a Captain America movie, and... Almost an Iron Man movie. Not even Avengers 2.5. It's Captain America, and if you gave like Captain America 10 minutes less screen time, it'd be an Iron Man movie. Hmm. Yeah, it was great. It, it, it was really... It was... And I mean... Interesting. And actually, I had, I'd, been he- I'd been hearing rumblings, too, about um, about Iron Man. Yeah, like, he, now they're talking about doing a fourth one. Yeah, they're, they're thinking about doing And another. he's also going to be in Spider-Man Homecoming. Yep. Yeah. Because I, I, I've... You hear bounce... I'm sorry. Sorry. We're... Uh, okay. Uh, I had a friend who was like super obsessed with Spider Man, and then like got me like like way into Spider Man for a while. This was in Civil War the most accurate and best live action portrayal of Peter Parker and Spider Man to date. Do you agree, Thomas? I do. I'm throwing that down. So the way I used to feel before was Tobey Maguire was a better Peter Parker and once it's not from the terrible other movies was a better Spider-Man. That uh, is Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Um, was like a better like with like the one-liner and stuff like that. This the Civil War nailed both of those. Absolutely 100%. I I was I did not care that they were rebooting Spider-Man. Now I am hyped as hell for the new Spider-Man. All right. I just wanted to say that. It was it really really Tom you're over here nodding. Yeah. It was perfect. It, it was really actually was. perfect. They completely I'll nailed it. They I'll need to go see this movie it. now. They yeah. they they did they did the exact right thing putting him in this movie. Yeah. They Seriously. now they now they're like, hey, Sony. No origin story. We don't have to deal with an origin story. How cool is that? We got it already. Well, like, and the thing happens. and the thing of it is, is they they because because Civil War is going to make a shitload of money mm-hmm. because Tom Holland is going to be a big part of why it makes a shitload of money. Yep. They're going to be able to look at Sony and be like, yeah, we did it right the first time. Yep. Get at us. And yep. then so eventually, yeah. I think it'll eventually, I do legitimately think that it'll eventually lead to their the complete removal of control from yeah. Sony. I, I, I also think it's funny that I, I, I dislike the first Avengers so much, but then the Winter Soldier was my favorite Avengers Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, and now the Civil War is my favorite Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. Well, I mean, I, it, it's not even a question. Like, before Civil War came out, uh, the Winter Soldier was, yeah. without question, the best Marvel yeah, movie absolutely. ever made. Yeah. People are like, what about Guardians of the Galaxy? Guardians of the Galaxy was a fucking terrible movie, but it was really fun. Whoa. Sorry. Whoa. I, I, sh- I should backpedal real quick. It's, <laughs> because no, it was... you a, saw the big eyes I yeah, got it was, a, it was a good... It was okay. It was in a really enjoyable and fun movie, yes. but it was not nearly as cerebral and as Good as Winter okay, Soldier that's, was. That's fair. That's that. Like fine. Winter Soldier, I could like see. Or, uh, Winter Soldier is like Academy Awards good. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy is like MTV Movie Awards good. Okay, and I the, the last thing I'll say about Civil War is I'm always staunchly team Team Stark. Mm-hmm. Okay, there were points like the Civil War is so good where I thought I'm like uh like like I was to be like Team Tony the whole time that like. That starts to blur. Like it really does. Like they just they played they played with that so well. Yeah, you really I, you really need to I see say it. you you definitely should see it because then you'll understand why. And Travis will already get this. Um, I just I changed my my side in the middle of the movie because I am very clearly Team Spider Man. Oh, that's yeah. That's also <laughs> fine. That's also fine. Because 
Because, and I'm not just saying that because Spider-Man was really cool. I'm saying Spider-Man's actual position in the movie is how I feel. Yeah. Uh, which is spectacular. But anyway, we're... we're spectacular Spider-Man? Yeah, he's spectacular and all right. Uh, yeah, and I'm totally willing to let that, that whole uh, logo thing go away. Uh, I'm so stoked for Spider-Man Homecoming. I don't think I've ever... Been, I think that has replaced everything in their lineup as the thing I am the most excited for. Yeah. Although... I, I I'm actually really excited for Black Panther. Uh, also, yeah. <laughs> again, okay, let's talk about it. Another really, really, really well done. Um, like it, as soon as you meet him, and like the way he's basically given an origin story is actually like it reminded me more of like a political drama. Like his side of things, the way he he's like brought into it, and the way they do it. Um, like and then now they have they have like Lupita Nyong'o. Coming in for the yeah. Black Panther movie. Fuck yeah. And I just, it, yeah. I don't I want any spoilers, but this is the one question I'm going to ask. Is there any discussion about the Wakanda, the, the state that he is from, and how it is the only place to get vibranium? Oh, yeah. Yes. That is a part of it? Okay, oh, yeah. that's all I want to know. Don't tell me uh, anymore. The nothing, politics, nothing more. vibranium, all of that stuff is is completely relevant. It's, it's okay. like, it goes from, like, it, the way it goes from, like, actual movie, <laughs> political drama to, like, adventure, it's... But Ooh. naturally, like my my whole problem with like the first Avenger was like those like shifts didn't feel natural in the movie. It, it just flows. It's yeah. So yeah, go, uh, go the director of Civil War worth mention. The directors of Civil yes. War worth mentioning are doing Infinity War. So I yeah. I'm prepared. Which they're apparently changing the name of. Yeah, whatever. Or there's rumors that they're talking about it's not going to be Infinity War because they said it didn't feel like a part one, part two scenario. The things that I've heard people suggest is one's going to be Infinity Gauntlet, the other one's going to be Infinity War. That's yeah. that makes. I mean, it makes yeah. sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, you, need, you need to go see it. Right. It's very interesting. You need to see it. Like right. Like yeah. we're done. All, All right. right. See you. Later. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, bye. <laughs> we're we're out of here. So yeah. So that had nothing to do with uh, Supergirl or Peggy Carter, but uh, but it's something to do with Peggy Carter. We we, yeah. we brought it all around. Uh, uh, we, but again, to 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 confirm again, the the. The CW the, is garbage, the, and everything on it is garbage. We the, know the, the continuation of the Carter story in Civil War makes everything to makes me, sense. I, I haven't watched Agent Carter. I've I, again, I've heard really good things, but I I actually like where her storyline has gone in the future enough now that I hope that it is enough to satiate the people who really liked Agent Carter. And is what I will say. And the follow through here is: Did you even watch any of Supergirl? I watched the first three episodes. Yep, we watched the first episode. And that was it. And it, I just... You uh, can't get me... I, and this is a legitimate thing. I'm barely holding on to the DC movies. Yeah. You can't get me on their TV shows. I still... That's the thing. I like the TV shows. I make sure to watch them every week. I haven't even gone to see Batman v Superman yet. I just... Netflix does the superhero show thing better. That was the one thing I was going to say is I would be head over heels if for some reason they decided to do an, an Agent Carter Netflix version. Just being able to take that like... Yes. Hard-hitting, grittier style to a 50s period piece. Yes. Would be Dude, much more interesting I, than, like, the light, Because you got to keep it a little lighter and campier. And I enjoy the yeah. lighter, campier moments of Agent yeah. Carter. But, like, if it was also, like, teetered with uh, like, almost some, like, like, crime noir kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. I feel like what we really need is uh, early reviews are out for uh, X-Men. Mm-hmm. I heard that was hot garbage. Yeah, it's just terrible wow. so, so i'm hoping gonna get brought back into the fold huh Did you, they're gonna get brought back into i don't the fold? Give, give a fuck about the x-men i just want deadpool to go back to marvel 
Uh, there's also the guy who made Fantastic Four is basically saying he wants a second chance. He wants to make another Fantastic Four movie with no. that same cast. Nope. No. Mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan just got cast in uh, fucking Black Panther. Black yeah. Panther. Yep. He can't do that. You yeah. can't have them in both universes at the same time. Chris oh, Evans. Yeah. Chris, um, <laughs> Chris Evans was not in both universes at the same time. No, uh, it wasn't the same time. Oh, uh, I guess this is this is not something we plan to talk about. Uh, Chelsea Handler has a talk show on Netflix. Uh-oh. Yeah. And there was a full episode <laughs> dedicated to the Civil War. Oh, wow. And it was... It made me love a lot of the cast members, like, as people a lot more. Like, Chris Evans is really funny. Uh, just, I, I don't want to talk about everyone because you haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah, please don't. Um, everyone she talked to, like, they, basically, uh, she had on um, the actor who plays Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I don't remember it? his name. Um, Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has him on, like, the couch, and then everything else is she invited the cast over for, like, a dinner, and there's just cameras there. And she knows some of them personally anyway, so they're just kind of just shooting the shit. Um, it's, it's, I think, as of now, it should be the last episode on Netflix. You should, you should really watch it. Uh, it, was, it was really good. Um, but, yeah, so, like, whether you, no matter how you feel about Chelsea Handler, you should totally check out the, at least the episode. So. I'm more interested to see just because of seeing a weekly show that happens on netflix and how isn't they... it nightly like isn't it like uh wednesday two... thursday friday if I remember. Okay. yeah I say, it's like it's like but having a, a show that releases on a schedule on netflix yeah. as opposed to the uh buckshot that they usually do with most shows i it seems to be doing pretty well i i never seen any of her stuff but then i saw chelsea does and it was basically like kind of she's like i'm admittedly like a rich white ignorant person so i'm gonna go do things that are out of my wheelhouse and like you can go learn with me. I like that. Format. Yeah, I like. I enjoyed Chelsea lately yeah. a little bit. I didn't. I only watched like that was another show where I watched like a couple episodes of the first season. Then I was like, you know, I I quickly veer off. It's like if this is not immediately grabbing me, I don't have enough time in my day to add another show to my lineup. So I, I, like, I like the format for for this. Do, and, do you know how you could free up some space in your day? Hmm. Watch less of those shitty CW shows. Oh and yeah. Start watching. Yeah. I'm pointing at Tommy. See how. Just like like he's right, like finger guns. I'm just saying. So I I, legitimately, I, I love the DC universe. I just <laughs> I can't understand how you watch those shows. I love them so. I fucking because you know what they all have that fucking Dawson's Creek feel to them. They do. Every they last do. one of them does. I never watched Dawson's Creek. That like so. semi, that like almost soap opera style of like dialogue and editing. And oh. then basically, Dawson's Creek did it, and then. Smallville took that style and added superheroes to it, and then now we. And I think we can things. all agree that Smallville was fucking terrible. It's true. I did not yeah. like Smallville. Okay, good. There we go. <laughs> Smallville was bad. What? She's looking at me. Meg walked in here. I assume she has something to say about something. Somebody give her a microphone. It's about um, Chelsea Handler. Um, oh God, you're sick. I am. Yes, but I've always enjoyed Chelsea and her. I watched Chelsea lately when it was on E! And then I watched the end and I just know how much she hated being on E! So seeing her on Netflix, she just seems so happy. Um, especially in like the... I watched the first two episodes. I have not watched the one that it's you were telling one. me about. And I'm going to right after the podcast. But um, just Chelsea... I just love her. She just seems so... She's just so very blunt about all of the experiences she's had. And she... You know, no apologies or anything. She just, you know, was like, this is who I am. This is what I've done. Just deal with it. I think, actually, my favorite part about the Civil War episode, by the way, is she knows nothing about comics and has not seen the movie. And she's talking to these people. And... But I think... I think 
the reason I think that ended up being such a good interview was because she wasn't just asking about the movie. She was asking, like, real questions. Like, like personal questions that I, I, I'm more of, like, the conversational type person. Like, more than, like, the, oh, we have all these, like, planned moments on, like, a talk show. Like, you watch, like, even, like, I like Conan, but, like... They're scripted. You made, me, you made me think of uh, John Stewart on The Daily Show, how, like, just with the specifically did not see the movie, where he would come, people would talk about it, they'd talk about a book, and they'd be like, anytime the author asked, did you read it? And they'd be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and, and I think, the, like, you could really talk about the scripted, and I, she asked, like, I, now I forget the question, she asked Chadwick Boseman, but you could, you watched him sit there and really, like, collect himself and then answered, like, a fairly difficult question. Like, it was, I like that. So, yeah, it, it's a good show. So, if you were a fan of the Civil War, and you want to like actually know more about anyone in a movie, or actually watch someone who knows nothing about comic books, like get this like terrifying crash course in comic books. Like we're talking like webbing out like and all these different ideas. It's 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 really good. So more material. Also going back to the whole Chelsea her new show. Um, in the first episode, she was talking about how this show is on Netflix is going to be like an education for everyone because she's like, I never graduated college, you know. This is like my life has been an education. So here, here is something. And then she brought on the um, Department of Education secretary and was talking about like schools. Her first episode was about schools, and it was awesome. I very much enjoyed it. Going on over there, Tom? Nothing. I was listening. Okay. Hi. That was that was us talking about Agent Carter. Is, is every, <laughs> why is everybody looking at me? I don't understand. I'm not a director or anything. So, yeah, uh, Chelsea Handler, everybody. Yeah, who was not on the show? Oh yeah, thanks, Mag. Uh, I think we're done, kids. Yeah, we've been. <laughs> if you could see this timeline, you would agree with me. All right. Just based on what time it is and oh. how long we've been going for. So uh, don't cheat in Overwatch. Yeah, Did you say that. Yeah, don't Blizzard do that. says Blizzard don't cheat in mad. Overwatch. Okay, gosh. And that's that's the end. Uh, thanks for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I actually don't have my copy, uh, which is hilarious. Uh, Robert, why don't you drag us through social media here? All right. Uh, of course, you can always go to our website. You can see some of the articles that we talked about today on CommonGeek.tv. Uh, on your uh, podcast platform, please give us a rating. Uh, if you're using iTunes, please rate us five stars and give us a little review. Let us know what you love about the show. Uh, you can also give us some feedback on Twitter or Facebook at CommonGeek.tv using the hashtag CGRT uh, to post about this podcast. And uh, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at RC Byler. And Travis, where can they find you? You can find my articles on Comic Geek. There you go. Okay. You can find me on Twitter at TVOJR. Um, just a reminder that this episode's affiliate was uh, Crunchyroll. Um, and one final very special thing. Um, editing for this episode was provided by our good friend Adam Costello. This will be his last episode as editor. Um, thank you for all of the very hard work you have put in with us here at the Comic Geek Roundtable. We appreciate you more than words can probably say. Uh, more than words or pizza can probably say. Uh, so again, how much you hate editing audio. So thank you uh, very much for everything you've done for us. We appreciate you here. Um, this episode was produced by myself, Tom Van Orden, and directed by me. Um, any final thoughts here, kids? I'm going to go see Civil War soon. You had probably, you should probably get, yeah, you should definitely go see Civil yeah. War. You know who would actually probably like Civil War? Who? Your mom. 
And you should probably call her and invite her to go with you. 